Are you ready to elevate your taste experience? Look no further than Mad Picks, the home of the sweet heat jalapeno and cucumber. Our pickled jalapenos and cucumbers add a satisfying crunch and tangy flavor to any dish. From sandwiches to tacos, nachos to burgers, the possibilities are endless. Whether you're a fan of sweet, heat, or both, we've got the perfect pickles for you. Indulge in the sweet, heat, jalapeno, and cucumber from Mad Picks. Visit mad-picks.com today. Go ahead, take a bite, and let the flavors dance on your tongue. Good morning and welcome to the Daily BM Fuckers where we talk about everything before we actually start the show. So without further ado, <laughs> I have Mikey and Eric. What's up? Hey, what's happening? <laughs> oh my Atlanta, what a pleasure, guys. And, and we have a special guest on from the whorehouse, the head whore herself. What's up, Shay? What up, hobags? <laughs> wow. Why we gotta be hobags? You just are. Oh, okay. <laughs> Eric doesn't even miss a beat. He's like, yeah, I am. I definitely am. Yeah. <laughs> That's Big Dick Eric C right there. Thank um, you. Oh, <laughs> you, you understand how much you made this guy's fucking life even just like a thousand times better. We're calling him Big Dick Eric. Two thousand Big Dick for another reason. We call him Big Dick for another reason, but I can you guys are doing it for the anatomy. We're just Yo. saying that he's a dick. <laughs> and I'm just saying that two thousand twenty three has been the highlight of my life. We have we have proof. We have audio recording of Brad admitting it. Oh, that okay. I can neither confirm or deny that that actually took place. <laughs> <laughs> it was all it was all purely just for entertainment purposes. Mm-hmm. It's kind of it's kind of like a it's kind of like putting the camera up against your dick so it looks like eighteen times the size. See, but I realistically, can't... it's not. Um, <laughs> things in the mirror are actually smaller than what they appear. Oh wow. I can't catch a break with these two. Jeez, <laughs> Christmas. Thing, and by the way, it's things may appear. What is it? What is it? Uh, lo- Objects in the rearview mirror may appear closer than they are. Yeah, that's <laughs> closer than they are. Yeah, it's closer than they are. Oh, so, no, we lost so, Mikey again. Oh, no, he's out. He dropped just up. Oh, there he is. He's back. Da, 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 right. da. So I guess you guys, before we started the show, we got on the subject. Uh, Mike asked Shay if she was team Edward or team Jacob because, you know, they're no twi- back it up. Back it up. Her daughter, her daughter made a shirt. A Twilight yes. shirt. She wears, she, to explain it. she wears this shirt around that she made that says, why didn't Edward just pull out? Oh, <laughs> oh wow. How, Shay, how old is your daughter? She's 22. Okay. All right. Then that's fine. Why did he just pull out? Why did so, he just pull out? Yeah. Why didn't Edward so, just pull out? Well, because technically vampires aren't supposed to be able to get people pregnant. <laughs> How so do you know that, Mike? So he didn't have to. Because Mike swallows. He read, hey, the, he read the book. Because <laughs> they made a big deal of it in the, the books. Book. He watched the, the movie. They made a big deal of it in the books and the movies. That vampires can't get people pregnant. <laughs> Correct. That's one, so of they, that, that's one of the things that they give up. When I they want to vampires. suck your blood, like, but bitch, I pull out. You can't like, like, um, <laughs> like female vampires can't have babies. That's why they have to sire children through the bite. You should know this. Yeah, yeah I mean, God. it's true, but the, the shirt is still hilarious. I oh, mean. it's hilarious as hell. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Twilight episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Mike, continue Mike- to tell yeah, go ahead. Mike didn't answer, though. Did you say you were Team Edward or Team Jacob? I said I'm Team Edward. Okay. So I ask the group which team they're on, and you know, Brad and Eric, of course, look dumbfounded. And then you didn't answer because you were waiting for somebody else to answer. No, <laughs> I did. I said I was team. I was team Edward, but right. I also Same here. I Same also here. like I also like Jacob. <laughs> I say it's twenty twenty three. Why choose? All right. But she also wears both. She also wears shirts that say, "I I like boys who sparkle." Would you like one, Mike? Yes. Aww. See, I actually, you know what? I actually liked that Stephanie Myers took a different approach to vampires than we've seen across the board. Because think about it. The animals that are predators are some of the sexiest looking animals out there. It's the herbivores that look kind of dumpy and fat and, you know. They are. You know, so if you think about it, if you're if you were walking into a forest and you see somebody that looks like hideous, like a, 
a vampire out of 30 days of night, you know, where they're all blood and like white and black eyes and veins, you're going to be like, shit, I need to run the other direction. But if you walk out and you see something sparkling in the moonlight, you're like, oh shit, that's an angel. Like that's something magical. And then it turns around and kills you. You know, I thought that was clever. Like thinking from a writer coming up with a new idea. It sounds like my first life. (laughs) (laughs) just kidding just kidding because all of the pretty animals are are mostly predators i mean if you think about Mm -hmm. it yeah to lure you in that's why women dress up in makeup and look hot because they fucking (laughs) lure you in like because they're a goddamn predator then they rip your head off like the fucking uh what's that damn thing mantis the praying mantis they're like oh i love you i love you (laughs) rip your head off it's nice knowing you every female in the insect kingdom pretty much eats the male after they're done fucking them so that is true well they need to add humans to the same uh, token the reason they do that is because they don't um have a long lifespan so they need in order to to keep the young alive, they have to eat the mate so that they have the fuel to bring the young to. Uh, yeah, neither do humans anymore. Neither do yeah. human men. We it no longer have a long lifespan. <laughs> sounds completely legit to me. <laughs> no, it is. Literally, that's why they do it. We procreate. They sacrifice so we themselves can. so that way they can <laughs> carry on their lineage. Because they're going to die in a couple of days anyways. I mean, they don't have like incredibly long lifespans. Yeah, but to them, they, they live a lifetime. Exactly. They don't know the difference of time. Well, every everything lives a lifetime. Yeah, exactly. So they don't know that like. 12 hours or 24 hours is in a day. They just think that yeah. that's normal for them. Yeah, exactly. So my point is they still fucking eat the male. They rip his head off because they're predators. Think about the love <laughs> bug. That poor oh bastard God. comes out of the grass. That's where they breed people. That's where they breed. Uh, they come out of the grass. They fucking hump and hump and hump. And next thing you know, smack by your car. But at least you, at least you go out fucking. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I can see that. It could be yeah, worse ways to die. But I got to be honest with you. It's kind of weird because it's like ass to ass. So it's not like you get to see your partner or anything. I mean, can you imagine if we had sex that way? <laughs> bend over dog like, style. Bend, 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 over, bend over face opposite directions and just back into each other. And then we have to walk around for a couple of days like that. <laughs> that babies. I mean, that would be like, that would be pretty fucked up, you know? 8 a clothing line. Yeah. <laughs> Is it good? You kind of like wearing a horse costume, just only backwards. Just have two heads. <laughs> Let me lead. No, fuck you. You follow me. No, you follow me. Then you rip each other's ass apart. That'd be hysterical. Then die. That'd be hysterical, though, because you imagine all the furniture they'd have to build during that process to like, so you could just eat and like go to the what? restaurants and whatnot. And you couldn't sit in a chair because you're like no. connected by the ass. So it's like, how do you fucking? St- you have to. Everything would be a school. You wouldn't have yeah. a back to your chair because you just use each other, like lean against each other. Hey, man, yeah. what's up? No, yeah, no big deal. How's that feel today? I don't know. Kind of odd. <laughs> You know, so would you be like more like a male? Would there be an insertion point, obviously, or is would it, it just be it? like butthole to butthole? You know, but but have you ever watched dogs have sex? Hey, you didn't then, answer my question. Would it be like butthole to butthole, or would you? I was have like, I was I was answering the question. Oh, oh, okay, go ahead. Have you ever seen like dogs when they're having sex, and then the male jumps off, but he's still attached, and they're facing the wrong direction? <laughs> no, but I'm gonna have to go look the internet now for it. Okay, hello, so, dark web. So basically, like dogs have barbs on their penises, so when they insert, the barbs expand, and then they they can't pull out until they're done do- doing it. So why that's why do you, you know can't this? rip your dog. Well, because I've had dogs, and the vet is like, you don't rip them apart if they're mating, because you can really you can kill the male because you can literally rip his junk off. Um, no yeah. shit, hundred percent. Yeah, until he ejaculates, it stays hard. The barbs the barbs stay in there, so you can actually see dogs that are like facing the opposite direction, or they're facing like weird situations because. They got startled, and the guy's like, oh, shit, I got to go this way, and they're still attached. Um, now, what about cats? Do they have the same shit, the barbed dick? I think they, I, I think cats do, too. I think a lot of animals actually have that. But yeah, I was going to say, because isn't that why they scream when they fuck? Like, because, I mean, it hurts the female? Uh, I mean, I've never done any cat pulls, but yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> Can you imagine, yeah. like, if you had a barbed dick as a human? I mean, it's not like women fuck you anyway now. I mean, so shit. I mean, can you imagine if you had a barbed dick, how much less ass you'd get? Oh, God, that would suck. <laughs> I mean, think yeah. about it, dude. If they screamed and yelled like "motherfucker," ah! I mean, Shay, would you what? fuck Shay if a guy had a barbed dick? Oh hell no! See, right there, dude. Well, it would zero poontang. It would be more like the animal kingdom. Then it would be this overwhelming desire to procreate, and that'd be the only time that you have sex. It wouldn't be for pleasure. It'd be for extending the progeny. Well, I'm really glad we all have smooth shafts. That's all that matters. Uh, have I you mean, guys? Go ahead, Shay. Have you guys ever seen a turtle's dick? Wait, what? What? No, I'm serious. <laughs> so listen. <laughs> I, I gotta know. Listen. Yeah, let her talk. Go. 
turtles humping is one of the funniest things on this mm-hmm. fucking earth to me. Those videos of the turtles humping and that fucking scream thing that they do. It's like they open their mouth and then they're like, ah, like this, like, right? It's fucking hilarious, right? I the, male, watch- the, male, the male looks like he's going to pass I, out. I can watch that shit forever and just die laughing. Like, and everybody thinks I'm a fucking weirdo, but I don't care. It's just Wait, hilarious. You watch turtles fuck on film. That's all oh, you do. I, you can find a YouTube videos on the ass of turtles humping things and turtles humping each other like the shit's hilarious they have they scream but it's like it's fucking fucking weird but if you but if you look up a tur a picture of a turtle's dick like listen i'm not kidding you it's it's fucking weird looking it's holy shit yeah it's weird looking Mm -hmm. like it's It's, it's normal for them it looks like an elephant dick it it's weird. It has this weird look at the anatomy. You guys are both. Eric and I haven't said a word, but you and Mike are like naming off every animal's cock. So you want to know? <laughs> you want to know how? You, do you want to know how I saw an elephant's dick? <laughs> Please enlighten me. I'd love this, to know. This video came up on Instagram. It's like this is how an elephant scratches his stomach. And I was like, oh, I'm thinking like maybe he uses his tongue, his trunk, whatnot. No, his dick comes out, he scratches his belly, and then he goes back in. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? The control. The control. Gentlemen, this that's why I scratched my fupa. Bestiality <laughs> is wrong on every fucking level. I mean, if you had a fupa, if you were a guy, it would be a fupa. I didn't want to fuck the turtle. I was just saying. Like, I had a curiosity a about why they make that noise. <laughs> Fat upper dick area? Yeah. Yeah, call it a fuda instead of a fupa. Yeah, just fucking fat. <laughs> oh, the fupa. Eric, you don't have a fuda because you're like bony. Nobody has a, uh, well, a the fuck we don't. I know Mike I, does. I know I hey, do. <laughs> are you talking about a fupa or the a fuda, fat upper dick area? Oh, it's like that, a fupa, but for dudes. Eh, no, I definitely don't have it. Yeah, that. I was going to say. And even if I did have it. He's too fucking skinny. What are you talking about? I call about? it a nose cushion for women. You know what? Even if I'm, I love how you uh, just make me feel like shit for being thin. It's like the ultimate. You're dying because I said it. Who makes you feel like shit for being skinny? Yeah, no shit. You, me, yeah, Mike. You're like, hey, man, you're looking really thin today. (laughs) You want to come over and have some breakfast, brunch, lunch, and dinner? That uh, that should show a sign of concern. Like I'm worried about you. I know. Like you're not getting fed enough. I listen. If you live in America, day. there's no excuse to be skinny. Like you just need to be fat. Like, <laughs> oh my fucking god! <laughs> you live in America, there's no excuse to be skinny. Yeah, homeless. exactly. Where the homeless get fed well these no, days? No, everybody. That's what I'm saying. There's no excuse. I've never. I see fat homeless people walking around all the time. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Motherfucker, motherfucker can't get a house, but he's not missing a meal. <laughs> motherfucker can't get a house but he's not missing the meal he sits in the tent and eats better than me these days fuck you all probably i mean i wouldn't doubt it shit people be driving by handing them big macs and shit because he's like i mean how was the last time they're grabbing like four all joking aside when was the last time did you see a homeless person hold a sign up that said hungry need food i haven't seen that probably in like 10 years everything is now is like homeless don't have a job you know need money need beer yeah, I'm not it's, gonna it's, lie. It's because they don't want because they got tired of fucking getting handed like McFish sandwiches, you know, half eaten mixture fish sandwiches like every half like fifteen eaten. minutes. <laughs> my Can you favorite, imagine you split the sandwich in half? Hey man, I only ate half, but here's your half. My my this. absolute favorite is the one that says "fuck it, I'm lazy." It's all on the side of the corner. That would be fuck mine. It, I'm lazy. Hey, yeah. fuck it, I'm lazy. I just gave up on working. Fuck it. You know what I don't understand is I don't understand homeless women. Why? Oh, yeah, I got to hear this. Because there is some guy out there that will take whatever he can get. <laughs> that just means that her standards are so wow. fucking high that she doesn't want to live with a guy because he's fucking ugly or something. I don't know. Like, she's like, I'd rather be on the streets than <laughs> live with some ugly have to shack up with some ugly dude. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> she, she can always close her eyes and get railed down by an ugly dude. You know what I mean? And like think it's Jacob or fucking Yeah, no Edward. shit. She can have a you house, I mean? eat for free, and then divorce him after like two years, take half his shit, rinse and repeat like three or four times. And next the thing chick, you know, there's no way I could be fucking homeless because I'd fucking take a dick. No problem, dude, just to fucking get paid. Same here. 
I mean, I would. I'd, I'd be 100%. sitting there spread eagle. I'd learn to put my fucking legs behind my back. I'd be the most flexible motherfucker on the planet. My ankles would be wrapped around my head like a fucking pretzel. I'd be like, see, hey, I, I, see, I don't think, I, see, I don't think you ever get homeless though, Brad. You'd be like, you'd be like a high class escort. As a chick? Yeah. If I was hot, but if I was an ugly chick, I'd just take what I can get. No, no I think you have the swagger that you'd still be able to pull high class. I have lost my swagger, dude. No, no, I'm like that fucking not. movie. What is it? What's her name? What's her name? Got her groove back? You would- Stella. Brad lost his groove. That's what that movie would be with me. Brad's lost his groove. He sucks. That's what my that's what my movie would be right now in 2023. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm telling you, like you, you could be like the Rosie O'Donnell of prostitutes. Already, I'm already there. <laughs> but it's in the you, dude version. You are, are accused of calling women pigs, fat, unnecessary for the world. Only Rosie O'Donnell. Yes. Who was that directed to? Oh, or no, just make no, it a, he, he oh, was making was, a comment. That was oh. Trump, literally. <laughs> he pulled that right out of left field. I went like this. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I just realized I had the wrong glasses on. No wonder you all fucking blurry. Oh, there we go. Now I can see you all. Then again, if you were wow. homeless, you wouldn't care about seeing what we look like. <laughs> no homeless fuck. So seriously, Eric, you wouldn't take a dick? I would, be, I would be the most judgmental homeless person that you could imagine. You're already a judgmental person now. I could only imagine. You know, I would literally just guy. walk around like with people like being smelling bad, looking bad, and just like talking to my imaginary friend going, hey, at least I'm a bad at this motherfucker. Trump ass motherfucker. <laughs> Drunk ass. Mike and his imaginary friends talking to everybody else. Hey, Mike would walk past all the voices in his head. Hey, say, what? Mike would walk past a homeless guy, shit you not, and kick his fucking can and go, get up, motherfucker. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. He'd take the money and run. Don't you have something to do? Yes. <laughs> Be productive. I would, I would, I, this, this is what I would do. I would drop a 10 in there, but then I would get change out of the can. <laughs> he'd take 950 out of the can and yeah. drop him a 10 <laughs> exactly I'd be like sorry I need a change for the meter what a fucking dick yes Here's 50 pay cents. 50 cent service charge 1050 he'd take out 1050 what an asshole man Jeez. I don't like homeless people yeah Mike oh Mike will Mike will go to New Mike, Mike will go to New York and find a bum on the street New and look York. at him and he'll say oh, you disgust me. Here's <laughs> ten. Let me get my change, bitch. He wouldn't even take change, he'd take money out of it, is what he's saying. Because <laughs> that's how much he hates homeless people. No. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't hate homeless people, but I will tell you this. I don't give them shit when I'm on the street. I just don't. Because I I don't no, you don't I, want to get fucking it, stabbed. I, yeah, I don't want to get knifed if I pull out my wall. You know, well, you get sicked on by his imaginary crew. I don't want to lose like four of my five dollars that I have on me. You know what I mean? Because that's all I can carry these days. But uh, I don't want to lose what I have. And you know, these motherfuckers will totally uh, fuck you up. You know. So you yeah, got. I, I don't. I don't I want to listen. This is all. This is all. This is all you have to do to, to solve the homeless problem. You just round them all up. And you put them inside like a big room and you put a giant fucking table of drugs right in the middle. Just massive. And then you come back in a couple of days and they'll take care of themselves. Jesus Christ. Hey, I, speaking of drugs, man, when I was there, you just saying, have you guys seen, have you guys seen the, uh, the videos of the people like in the downtown areas of major cities now? Yes. That are so fucked up. They look like zombies. Yes. Yes. Like, they're kinda like, and they're kind of like going, looking like uh, walking dead. Yes. I saw that New Orleans for the first time. Mm-hmm. It's dude terrible. sitting there on the ground like this, going. He was going. I mean, he was so fucked up. And we saw like, that in Chicago too. If you did, yep. Did you did you pay attention? Because it yeah. was all over the fucking place when we were in Chicago. Yeah, it's just crazy, dude. These people they take this drug. They tell you that like one smidgen, just like one smidgen mm-hmm. in the south. That's, that's called like very little. Fentanyl. But if you take a smidgen of any of that type of drug, fentanyl. That is it. Fentanyl or is it? Yeah, I thought it was fentanyl. something else. No, it's a new it's drug. Fentanyl. No, it's it fentanyl. It's but anyway, that's what's going even, crazy in San Francisco. You're addicted right now. immediately. Mm-hmm. Like you can't get off of it. Yep. It's insane. There's a guy who has this amazing uh Instagram and it's all about the streets of Philadelphia and he goes mm. to Kensington. Kensington is a terrible part of Philadelphia and always will be. They're like they're not trying to correct it at all. That's <laughs> what I I actually lost one of my good friends when I was in ninth grade, he drove down to Philadelphia off Kensington and uh, yeah, they put the 
sold off shotgun right to the door, blew his ass away. Oh, I thought you meant you just like couldn't find him. Oh, oh yeah, no, that's what I thought. No. Or he died of a drug overdose. That's what I thought you were saying. No. Was he going down there to score drugs? Score. He was going down uh, there for weed. Isn't isn't Kensington where they have like if you call nine one one, it's like it could be up to two days before they show up. It could be up to fifteen days, Mike. It is so terrible. And this guy who has this Instagram thing, he goes around, he's filming the streets, you know. And all you see are all these people. They they literally look like zombies. They're hungover. They look like ghosts. It, it's yeah. terrible. It's terrible. It is, it's a problem. It's it's awful. Yeah. That's yeah, you know, not, you know, like I said, when I was down there, it was nuts. I was just like going, man, damn, these people are fucked up, dude. Fuck. What a uh, fucking life, man. Just sitting there getting. Uh, see, what we sh- what we need is we need camps where these people can go to concentrate. Yeah. On getting better. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, oh, the hey, the German is coming out of my concentration camps for fucking homeless people and people with drug addictions right yeah. there. He would have them in concert. What next? You need to take a shower. Go now. That would be Mike. You no, know, the facility would have like saunas and. Yeah, I'm sure it would. Rooms. Yeah, the steam room comes out and goes. Mike would be like nine. <laughs> nine. <laughs> Yo, nine. That's a Shower lot of people. Now. Nine people. That's a lot of people. Nine. But sir, there's only room for two people in here. Get them in the now. Have you heard that fucked up joke? <laughs> that j- fucked up German joke about nine? Oh, uh, was that one? Of, that was on um, fucking suits, wasn't it? Like a spoof of suit, like they were doing like a. a cut. Uh, I don't think so because it was pretty dirty. Go ahead. What was it? It was like you know, like I was, I was having sex with my girlfriend and she kept just screaming her age and I didn't get it. Nine, nine. Oh nine. my god! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> wow, <laughs> she's nine, 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 nine. I don't know why she kept screaming her age. <laughs> You know, it's, yeah, so I don't think that would have made it on suits. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I, think this different. I think that would have been some fines it on was, that it one. It was the one where it goes, I asked the questions. Yes. Or I can't remember how that one goes. But knock, knock. Yeah. Who's there? <laughs> Shut up. I asked the questions. <laughs> I saw that one. I yeah, it was the German joke. German, 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 German joke. I have a terrible German accent. Because, like, because German did I ever tell you my German joke? My German, not joke? No. Knock, knock. <laughs> That's the whole German accent. <laughs> and he goes, nine, I asked the questions. <laughs> Slaps the bitch right across the face. <laughs> um, but speaking of like, uh, I know you brought, <laughs> it's pretty fucked up. I'm going to lead into this segment with it real quick. But uh, <laughs> did you see that like the sex trafficking is getting so bad? You know, talking about the nine. Um, sex trafficking is getting really bad in the U.S., man. Like bad. Yeah. It's People, even- it's and been really bad, bad for a very long time. But it's getting even worse. Like, they're abducting people, like, on the streets and shit. From what that's I'm been thinking. going on for a long time. But, I mean, it's really getting out of hand. I mean, like, you know, they're trying to get it. But, you know, with the lack of police presence and things like that, it's like, man, if I had a daughter, I'd be scared to death. You know what's yeah. scaring me? You know She's not leaving the house. Mm. Go ahead, Mike. You know what is um, all the immigration? Because most of the people that are coming across are men. Not It's not women and children, like, very little. Most of it's men. So there's going to come a point where we're going to have a much, much higher male population in the United States than we are female population. And then what's going to happen when you can't find a wife? Like how frustrated are guys going to get and crazy and nuts? You know, I mean, we already have a problem like that. Yeah, we we already have have a problem. We already have a problem with people with uh, guys not wanting to get married because women are turning. And again, no disrespect, Shay, but you can actually answer this one if you want. Uh, but women are getting more, uh, what can you do for me kind of mentality? So, so forth. So they like guys aren't wanting to marry women as much because they, women aren't bringing anything to the table, but they expect so much in return. Uh, so I can see with that, along with the immigration issue, that could be, this could be a fucking serious problem, you know, another 10 years from now, if we keep going down the road, we're going. I have a hard time feeling like uh, actually digesting the idea that someone would turn to a child because they couldn't find a a suitable adult woman. I I feel like they they would have to already have a predilection for 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 young children for that to happen. I don't I don't understand how somebody could just go. Well, there's not enough adult females for me around here right now, and just you know go towards pedophilia but i 
I think they'd already have to be predisposed. But I also, um, I understand what Brad's saying. I mean, I saw a TikTok the other day that was was supposed to be a point of view of dating now for a guy and a girl gets in the car with him and, and has no vehicle and no this and no that. And is asking for, you know, a five-star restaurant at least and uh, for the first date and whatever. And she's making all these demands and he speeds off and leaves her in the parking lot. And I know there's a lot of that going around. Uh, I'm not, I'm not like that. I, I want to give as much as I'm getting and be a partner and, and all of that. But I, I do recognize that there's a lot of, of, of what do you have that I want going on in the world right now? Um, See, that happened I, to me down in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. The white van, I got picked up and then I like got told I need to have sex with this girl and film it. And then they kicked me out without my clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> You ever had that happen here? Yeah. I have, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I left, left on the side of the road. I was doing the bang boss. <laughs> sounds, sounds, like, sounds like a horrible experience. Sounds like an amazing experience. <laughs> I'll tell you what's. I'll tell you what's crazy. I mean, I told them I'd do everything they wanted. They still left me on the side of the road. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. What? I'll tell you what's crazy. I was listening to a podcast, and the guy was a. Um, he was he worked on sex trafficking cases, mm-hmm. and he said it's so bad right now at the border that the people, the sex traffickers are running ads in like Brazil and other South American countries. Like, Hey, if you pay like this amount of money, like, you know, 300 bucks, we'll get you across the border. No problem. People show up. And as soon as they show up, they get abducted. And it's either, if it's a male, they send them to um, organ donors where they basically strip them of his organs and sell them on the black market. If it's a child, it'll they'll either go into work labor or they'll go into sex trafficking. If it's mm-hmm. a woman, they'll either go into sex trafficking or become an organ donor. And yeah. they're picking up them by the busloads, and it's happening like, like a lot. Like it's running rampant. Like so much so they run ads, and people show up, and you know, you think you're going to America, and next thing you know, you're getting your kidneys taken out and your liver, and you're getting harvested for organs. Like how crazy is that? That that's actually happening in the real world. Like you think that'd be a movie premise. Yeah, you would. There, you that's, think. that's the world we live in. There's new there's new uh, warning material out now to check bathrooms before mm-hmm. you let your kids go in them because they're hiding in the bathrooms and they look empty, but they're hiding in the bathrooms. You let your your kid who's old enough to go to the bathroom by themselves go in there and they don't come out. Mm-hmm. It's, Candace, it's just, I don't know if you guys listen to Candace Owens at all. Yeah, I do. Um, she did a speech, not a speech. She was doing a talk at one like uh, University of Albany, and there was one thing that jumped out at me. She's like, I, she's like, I had a stalker. This this transgender person was there and talking about like feeling safe and stuff like that. And she she was like, listen, and about their ideology, like whatever their delusion is that we have to cater to their delusion. Like if you say you're a, a woman, even though you're a biological man, that we have to now acknowledge you as a woman. Mm-hmm. She's like, I had a stalker that was stalking me that in his mind believed that I was his wife and that my kids were his children. And by your thinking, I have to believe his delusion and marry him and be married to this guy because that's what he believes. Like how crazy of a thought process is that? Like, you know, just because you say it's so I have to acknowledge your delusion and that it's now. So I think it's insane, you know, that we let, you know, biological men in women's bathrooms and people are trying to justify that it's okay. I I don't get it. Like I think it should just be whatever biological component you have is this is the bathroom you go to. Period. Doesn't you know? Because I don't care. I wouldn't care if a, a a woman walked into the men's bathroom and went to the bathroom because she's taken that on herself. You know what I mean? Like that's her prerogative. Like there's nothing says you can't go into a men's bathroom and use a stall and go to the bathroom. It's not indecent. Like if a guy walks into a woman's bathroom and goes to the bathroom in the woman's bathroom and it's a stall, it's not like he's gonna get busted for indecent exposure. It's not correct, but you could do it. Now the women would probably feel uncomfortable if a guy walked in, but I've been in bathrooms where girls have walked in and gone in the bathroom because the girl's line's been like 20 miles long. Yep. And they just were like, yeah, whatever, you know, I'm going to do it. I don't, I don't consequences be damned. Like the probability of there being a, a rapist hiding in the bathroom is pretty slim when it's an open bathroom and there's multiple stalls, you know, but I don't know. I think we could just solve it by just saying whatever biological component you have, that's where you go. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because if you're if you're if you're a guy and you get a sex change and you go through the pre-op or the post-op and you got 
you know, it's removed and you're a female without the, even if you don't have like ovaries and you went through the procedure, by all means, go for it. Yeah. You know, go to the women's bathroom. But if you got a dick and balls hanging between your legs, you need to go to the men's room. You're the one that elected to dress like a woman and become a woman with a male genitalia. You have, I'm with Mike on this. If you have male genitalia, you go to the men's room. And if you feel like guys, oh, they'll pick on me. Well, then, then you obviously aren't securing yourself. Because I have no problem if I was that person to tell you go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, you know, because I wouldn't care. If a guy walked in and he was just like a woman, I've seen it before. I've had it happen. And, and hey, kudos to them. They walked into the men's bathroom. I was taking a piss at Universal Studios. Two guys walked in. They were dressed as females, 100%. And they went in there and they stood at the stall, you know, did their thing. And they looked at me and I made eye contact. I said, hey, what's up, man? So I said, you know, and they're like, hey, how's it I going? dare you call me a man. I, well, if they did that, I'd be like, I'm sorry. Well, you were in the men's room, so mm-hmm. sorry. I would say just like that because I don't give a fuck. But, yeah, you know, I'm not going to dress you as woman if you're in the men's res- restroom in a dress with your dress hiked up, taking a piss with a dick. Sorry. This ain't going to happen with me. No, I know. I was being funny. No, I know. <laughs> well, I know. I, thought, I think it's funny. That's why I'm laughing about it. But uh, it's just, you know, but I, I agree with you on that one, Mike. I mean, Shay, what do you think? I respect everybody's feelings. I respect how they, how they have a hard time and I do respect how they are bullied and, um, given a hard time for the things that they go through and the issues that they have. Um, and I don't have a solution for how to deal with, um, anybody being comfortable in, um, a world with, bathrooms and genders and people who have a hard time figuring out who they are. So I, or other people who don't know what to do about all of that. I, I don't, I don't want anybody to feel uncomfortable and I don't, I don't want to single out people who don't know, you know, which, which spot is okay for them. Um, I'm a big, big, proponent of inclusivity. So I don't want to, I don't want to sit here and say that somebody who feels a certain way on the inside doesn't belong in one place or another, but I do want, um, people to be safe. So that is where, where I find that it's, it's kind of a conundrum that we need to solve. But where do you, where do you draw the line? Right. As to what, like, See, the thing is, the problem is, is when you give in to people's feelings and you don't base things on fact, then where do you draw the line? Because if you take, take a pedophile, for example, okay, in their mind, it's okay to have sex with a child because that's why they do it. So you're correct. Should, but we you're... Ste- should we step on their feelings because we're preventing them from having love and, you know, everything because they're just happen to be in love with children? I'm not entirely sure where where you make a direct. Well, let me interject on Mike. It's not it's not a direct on. correlation. It's where it's where it's it's where do you draw the line? I think we lost him. So when he comes back, what yeah. I was going to interject and then I'll let you. There we you lost go. we lost Mike. We lost you, Mike. Sorry, buddy. First, well, no, I just I just click just flick flickered. Okay, yeah, um, we didn't hear any, we didn't hear your follow up. Well, no. So what I was just going to say was, is when do you say that one person's feelings are valid when another's person's are not? That's the correlation oh. because it's a slippery slope because if I want to marry my dog, should that be okay? Or does that fall under bestiality and it's like bestiality is not okay because how do we know the animal's consenting or not? You know, like it's like where do you – you have to draw a line somewhere in the sand as to where, okay, we're tolerating this but we're not tolerating this. And that's where I think we've come to because when you take – you know, the movement's gone from – I want to transition myself as an adult to I want children as low as the age of two to be able to transition and the parents have to affirm them. If even if the parents don't believe in it, if you know, little Billy comes out and it's like, Hey, I want to be called, you know, Angelique. And then that's how I need to identify. And if the parents don't agree with it, then child protective services come in and take the parents, the child away. Like what they're trying to pass in California. Like where, where would you draw the line at that point? Uh, a two-year-old does, doesn't have, as far as I understand it, you cannot actually transition until you are something like 18 or 21. 
No, they're giving um, they're giving hormones no, they're giving as, hormones low, to kids. as long as eleven. Okay. And here, and, and let me interject though, real quick, on what he just said a minute ago, because I, I was going to say when he was talking about the age, okay, for, you know, when is the cutoff? Because in the 1600s, 1500s, actually even before that, you know, no, don't get me wrong, lifespans were smaller, but it was okay when a girl came of what we call age, where they had a period. At, mm-hmm. They can have a period as young as 12 or 11 years old. That was considered, hey, okay for him to, to her to marry somebody yeah. that's 30 years old. Now, so what I'm saying is, is now and there was sudden, more reasons to that because right. in that time, the older that you became, the less likely you were able to carry a child to term. Correct. Because because everything was working against you. So the younger you are, the easier it is for you to have a successful childbirth. Correct. So it wasn't just it was also from a medical standpoint and it was OK with society. Like there was no problem with. Yeah. Nobody's year anything. old men marrying like 12 year olds, 12 year old girls and having yeah. babies with them. You know, it wasn't up until we're like, hey, you know, lifespan has grown. You know, people live in 80 years now and medicine's advanced where older women can carry their child to term without any complications um, because we have the medical intervention. We know they need these, you know, prenatal vitamins and whatever, you know, all the stuff that came through science. Now, as a society, we're like, hey, you know what? That's not that's not OK anymore. Like, you know, a 35 year old man cannot marry a 12 year old girl. Yeah, no it wasn't okay then, and I don't, I don't, I no, don't think okay that they then. were at all prepared. Uh, they weren't even educated. They didn't even know what what a wedding night meant or any of that. Um, but, yeah, but, they did. Yeah, they did. The, back in the day, they Especially sure they did. did. They sure did. Absolutely, yeah. Shay, one hundred percent. Yeah, they, they, they did. They knew because that's how everybody lived. It wasn't Correct. like one person got singled out. It was that was what life was. In feudal England, and and it goes back to what he was just saying. Yeah. When when it, when do you have that that where's that breaking point? You know, like he was saying, like with science and everything, it's moved and it's done. But I honestly, being a parent, you being a parent as well, and this is just my viewpoint on it, is that I was a dumb fuck, still am, but I was a big dumb fuck all the way up until I was probably mm, 21, 22 years of age. How the fuck do I know I want to be a female at eight years old? 10 years old, 12 years old. I, 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 I don't get it because I was so I, that it could be just something that I had right then and there. And then all of a sudden now I can't change it back. Realize, Oh shit, I was wrong. You know what I mean? So what he was saying, where's that, where's that cutoff? Where do we, where's that fine line? No, well, the, well, the, well, the question is, is where do we say it's delusional? Because before, you know, if you came in and said, I feel like a woman, they'd be like, you have, you know, body dysmorphia. And it was a mental condition, you know, now it's like, oh, it's okay. It's normal. Like that's, that's, that's a new normal, not, you know, a mental illness. And I'm not, I'm, I'm very like, um, like you said, I want everyone to be inclusive. I'm not like us versus them. Like I, I hate anything that separates people because I think when you separate them, that's when, when you don't have the synergy and the growth because you don't have different viewpoints coming together. But I do think it becomes a problem when you try to push ideologies onto people and ram it down their throats. And I'm just, there's just, it's like, where does that, where do you go? Okay, this person's not okay. I, they need help. Like, and the problem is that we keep moving that line further and further down the field. You know, there's people out there now claiming, oh, I'm a black man, you know, trapped in a white man's body. So does that mean I should be able to go get all the, you know, grants and privileges that black people worked really hard to get, you know, to help them out because now I'm, I identify as a black person like that's like, where do you draw the line? Like if you're going off people's feelings and emotions, it's, it's hard to draw the line. It's this moving target. I agree, but I also agree. Or I also think that some, some logic needs to be used in the fact that how old, how old, is the is the kid and how old like do you have to be to make an informed decision and i don't think that an informed decision can be made until someone is a certain age and has a certain maturity and so and if you're asking my actual opinion and what i would do as a person mm-hmm. um i i wouldn't Obviously, if a toddler came up to me and said they wanted to transition, I wouldn't. That wouldn't be something that I would do. I think that's ridiculous because a toddler right. doesn't have that kind of of 
understanding of that kind of a topic. And I don't think for purposes of, of any kind of medical intervention or surgical intervention, neither does an 11 year old. So in my opinion, if that, if that was something that was going to need to be done um, for a person, regardless of, of how, how much they were asking, since it is something that is so serious and so permanent, it would be something that they would need to do once they got old enough for it to be an adult decision because that's an adult decision. So that is how I feel about that. Um, and I know that a lot of, of kids really, really struggle with that, but I feel like because it is so permanent and so, so very, very involved and so serious mm-hmm. that it should be an adult decision, something they make when they are more adult and very, very serious about it and have thought about it for a long time. So yes, I do agree that, um, giving those types of things to to little kids and a, a toddler, not, I mean, how, how, you know, I'm not trying to argue the fact that somebody doesn't know and that somebody's not born this way or any of that kind of thing. I just think that it, at that point, you're a parent making a decision for them. Right. Um, and they haven't had the time to grow up and, and make an adult decision for themselves if they're that young. See, and that's where that's where the issue comes in, because you got parents that are, you know, like transgender parents that are adopting children, you know, or having children through like um, artificial insemination or whatever. And now they're saying that, oh, you know, they're uh, transgender, you know, they, they need to be transgender. And it's the parents basically, I feel like pushing on their kids because, you know, kids are they're very influential, like they want to please you. So, you know, whatever you do they're going to try to make you happy. So if you're, you're focusing on this, they're like, Oh yeah, well that's what I want to do. And they don't even know. Um, so that's where I struggle with it. Like, and you know, cause I, I do want to be inclusive, you know, but I feel like it's, I think more, there's a I line think, that has to be drawn somewhere in the sand. I think more than, than them trying to make the decision for their kids or mm-hmm. the, the kids. I think what, what it is is they don't want to be, they don't want their their kids to go through the hell that they, they went through trying to be accepted or being kept, you know, having their voice silenced or having, you know, their feelings silenced or ignored or being bullied for what it is. And, and if their kid expresses something to them, they want to make sure that they feel accepted and they want to give them every avenue that they can, every avenue that they didn't have to, 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 to get where they need to go without having to go and, and feel everything that they felt. And so I think that what you're, you're seeing is more of trying to keep all of that hate and, and non-acceptance away from, from the kids of this generation. And yeah, maybe some of it is going a little bit overboard. Maybe there's, they're not giving enough time, you know, because hormone, therapy for a two-year-old is, is, you know, a little bit overboard, I I would say, but like, you know, I think it's, it's mostly with good intent to keep, to keep off of, of these children, what happened to them to, you know, or to what they've seen, you know, if they're not transgender or, or gay parents, but they do want to be acceptive and inclusive of the, of their child that expresses that to them. I think more often than not, it comes from a good place. It's just, um, you know, like you said, where, where do you draw the line when it's, you know, when it's too young? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's what, then that's what they're fighting for right now. I mean, basically we're, we're fighting to figure out where that line is and then that's causing problems, um, the complications in the whole system because we're, we're falling down this trap of, if I believe it's true, it has to be true. And that's not how life works, unfortunately. It needs to be backed backed by facts and science, um, not by imaginary feelings. In my, that, and that's just my opinion. And I'm not – see, I'm not like against it, but I am against like forcing that on kids and then forcing me to live by your policies, you know? Does that make sense? Like if, if I see a guy and he's like referred to me as she, her, and I accidentally say he because he looks like a man and then now I get kicked out of the establishment because I'm – you know, gay bashing. That wasn't my intent, but <laughs> you know, you, you know, you can't, you can't say, 
yes, sir, no, sir, because you don't or yes, yes, sir, no, ma'am or whatever, because you may offend somebody because you're gender profiling them. I can't, I can't do that in, in my job when I, when I, you know, but the company that I'm representing is very inclusive and they, you know, and they don't want to, um, but, but I think that there are, there are people who get offended and there, there are people who understand that you don't know them and you don't know what their, what their preferred pronouns are. And I think it just, it just. It just depends on who you run into in a day. I mean, you know, I call I call Brad he she she, she they <laughs> all the time, and he doesn't care what I call them. You know, I've been called. Well, worse. I think that's a problem. I think where the problem is is we're we're preventing the people from developing you know the tools necessary to deal with life because we're trying to coddle them at every step of the way. You know, like some of the most growing moments in my life is when I've been bullied or picked on and stuff like that because it made me stronger, learning how to be resilient. As opposed to, you know, coddling and saying, oh, everything's going to be a-okay. You know, yeah, we'll just do it your way. I mean, that you see parents doing that all the time with their kids where they just concede and give them what the kid wants. And then the kid grows up and is terrible, terrible or, human being because they have no boundaries. They or, have no – Or even like participation trophies, man. I mean in sports. That, I mean we could talk on and on about this, but I'm simply saying – when the fuck did we go down that road? Because it's the stupidest shit ever. Because growing up as a kid myself, that was heavily in sports. I can tell you, I had to work harder the next year when I know I lost. I have come in second place, and guess what? We got a handshake and a high five, and we'll see you next year. You know, basically do better. You know what I mean? And so it made me work my ass off in the off season to get better. Because so, I knew what it felt like to be in a title game and be a winner. Because guess what, man? Life is full of winning and losing, period. Period. And I feel like we missed the boat with kids growing up today because we – it's okay, Jimmy. Let, you, you did great. Here's a trophy for just showing up. Well, in the real world, you don't get fucking trophies. You get a, hey, sorry about your luck. See you next time. You know what I mean? And then you either bounce back and you fucking do it or you don't. Um, and that's just the that's just the harsh truth yeah. of life. Um, and so, and again, I, I don't know why I'm going off on that tangent with that because I just wanted to go with what Mike was going with, and it was just like, but it made me think about even on the sports world because it's just the coddling of well, this country has gotten out of everything. fucking hand. It's, it's completely gotten out of hand, and I don't understand the United States and the people that live here. And I and Mike knows I love my country, period. But we become soft. We become so soft as a country and it's easy for us to get bullied around already because, oh, it's going to be okay. But guess what? These other adversaries across the world, and again, I'm going into politics here for a second. They don't give a flying fuck about your feelings. They don't fucking care if you're a transgender or you are or aren't. What they give a shit is about throwing their way and their beliefs onto you, and they're going to fuck you up in the process. Plain and simple. They're not going to give a shit. And so I, I hate it when I see like people here talk about these other things in politics. And I'm not going to go off on a tangent here. I'm going to leave it at this. But they're the same people that want to fucking kill you. And it drives me nuts because I'm just like, okay. Because it goes against every one of their beliefs, whether you're queer or whatever, whatever it might be. Uh, I mean, it just drives me crazy. We've just become a very soft society. That's just my viewpoint. I well, and I think that. I, that's my that's my soapbox moment. Sorry, I just feel like I, we're soft. I think hiring based on any type of statistic other than just pure job performance or ability to perform the job is horrible for the world. Yep. And it's horrible for society because I don't want to be sitting on an emergency room and look around and be like, oh wow, I've got you know a bunch of good diversity hires, and here I got a very diverse OR room. I want to be in an OR room with the best, just the best. Like it doesn't matter. Like skin color doesn't matter. Nothing should matter other than job performance at any jobs that you do. Cause that's how you get better as a society. It should have race should have nothing to do with it. I don't even think we should be asking race at all on anything. I know they do it for statistics, but it should just be, we should all just be people regardless. 100%. Of skin color. You just nail it. You know, and I feel like we should yeah. close on that. Today, because I really feel like you just nailed that on the head. Uh, you should be 
hired in, in based on your performance and what you've done. And if you're coming, whether you went to school, you know, whatever, whatever this might be, not just because you're a statistic number. Mike, man, dead on, man. I'm sorry. And, and that's where I also think it stems from the problem of like, like messing up the nuclear family. You know, like people don't, it's not, it's not okay for a woman to stay home and raise their kids in today's day and age. She seems, she's made to be made less than by society. Oh, you don't have a successful career. You know, you're not running a six figure Instagram page. You know, you're just, all you do is stay home and take care of your kids. Like that's the kind of derogatory shit people put out there towards women when we, we need that, that needs to be done in society. We need to have caregivers that take care and raise the future generation. Like it doesn't need to be everybody's out working, trying to be bosses. That gets us nowhere as a society because who's training the kids? The daycare center, the iPad, YouTube, like. Yeah, we know, and we know just all of us. And I mean, and I know, I know, Eric, you've been quiet through this, but we all know that if, if society right now, social media and Mm -hmm. things like that, because everybody's on their phones, if you're resorting to that to, to make, to help your kid grow, fucking huge mistake. Fucking huge mistake. Because it's the worst. It's the, it's the social media is the biggest place for misinformation. Period. I mean, I fact, I, I had to just literally, as we were sitting here in this podcast, had to go fact check something because they made it look like it was breaking news. And it was literally two years ago. Mm-hmm. And everybody's commenting on, oh, wow, man, it's great that they're finally doing this. And it's, all, and I'm like, dude, that article was from fucking two years ago that they just Yo, did. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, Joe Biden's wearing a fucking mask. He hasn't worn a mask in a fucking year. You know what I mean? Uh, that's what made me go, wait a minute. This looks like bullshit. Yeah. We are so, in the age of disinformation. Absolutely. Well, listen, guys, let's get yeah, out of here. We got serious real fast. In this, yeah, we got serious. <laughs> yeah, I know this podcast took a totally turn than we normally do. So, I mean, Eric, I'm sorry we weren't talking about dicks and pussies like normal, but, you know, hey, it's all it, good. It was so bad that Eric passed Eric out. Eric fell asleep. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. So, listen, guys. Um, Shay, thank you so much for coming on and actually having some serious topics with us, man, and uh, giving us your viewpoints. We really appreciate you. No problem. Now get back to the whorehouse and start whoring. And uh, <laughs> Mike, as usual, great insight, man. Whore Seriously. Uh, Eric, thanks for sitting in. We appreciate it. And uh, guys, we will catch you on the flip side. See ya. Bye. Deuces. <laughs>